It's time for a new adventure. Welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Business on this crazy, blustery, freezing rain day where everything's being canceled oddly ahead of time. I know this is going to record uh, a week from now, but uh, yeah, it's just just weird. We were just talking before the recording about how everything's, everything's getting shut down today. We'll see if it, it w- was really needed or not. So what about you, Lisa? Has your day been changed up today? You know, it has. A lot of people have gone virtual. Some people have been wanting to reschedule and that's okay. Safety is our utmost concern for people. I don't want, well, I don't want myself and others to be out on the road when they're as bad as they are. So stay home, stay safe. And you know what? Zoom has made things so much easier and still the ability to continue on. Yep, absolutely. It's nice that way. I have the upcoming marketing summit that's on May 11th that's going on. So uh, people can get their tickets at zdmedia.com for that. All right, enough about us. Why don't we introduce our amazing guest that we have today? Fantastic. Our guest today is Mrs. Brittany Parks. She's the owner of Brittany Parks Processing consulting and her organization works on continuous improvement processes. But you know what? I got to meet Brittany before she was actually a business owner. She and I had met at a networking event and connected right away. She's just such a personable, enjoyable person to be around. And if you're able to learn from her what she does and just meet her. She's a great person. But anyway, with that said, welcome, Brittany. How are you today? Hi, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I am doing great. And as Amy said, you know, the weather is uh, not the best today, but we are getting by with uh, virtual technology. You betcha. So tell us, what is continuous improvement processing? Continuous improvement Change is universal. It's a constant. Changes are a key component to organizational structure and culture. However, change must happen only when there's a strong motivation and understanding of need for change to be able to undergo organizational change. Continuous improvement is key. So in my understanding about what you do, Brittany, because I have been working on your new website and I've been writing a lot of content and talking to you about a lot of things that you do. So you go into companies and organizations and you help them organize better. You do a lot of training. You talk to them about their processes because as we all know, processes are key to getting things done efficiently. So you help them and you work in a lot of different areas of different businesses, correct? Process improvement is for any industry. It's uh, originated from manufacturing. However, um, over like the last 15 years, it's been introduced into healthcare and I'm really trying to break into other industries such as like customer service or financial advisor firms, nonprofits even. Process improvement can be worked on in any industry, really. Absolutely. And so when we start thinking about the process improvements, what is the benefits to your clients that hire you? Oh, there's so many benefits to process improvement. So process improvement, first of all, to be able to 
know where to begin to improve upon your processes. We dive into where your problems are. Some problems may not be known or they may be overcoded by what you think is the root cause. So we dive down into actually what the root cause is. We do an analysis on that process. We process map it, take a look and see where duplicate work may be being performed. So Brittany, tell us about one of your favorite case studies. I know that we talked a lot about that and you have lots of examples of companies that you've helped. Well, one of my memorable case studies is a manufacturing setting. They had quality reviews that needed to be performed within a certain amount of time. And leadership thought, well, the individual's not doing their job. And so I said, well, you know what? Wait a minute. It's not always the person. It's usually the process. Let me, you know, go down, take a look, do some key stakeholder interviews, do an observation and kind of see where the problems are arising. And so I worked with a manufacturing team and come to find out that it wasn't the person. They were actually being asked to do more than what they could do within the time frame given. So we took a look and came up with solutions on how to organize the workplace to bring equipment closer, where there's less walk time, there's less non-value added tasks. And we also implemented like a time sequence standard work process for achieving the quality reviews needed. And we were actually able to, through eliminating a lot of waste and reorganizing where equipment was and bringing tools at the hand of the operator, we were actually able to then take half of that operator's day and apply their time in another area. And so we were able to utilize the resource that we had in two functions within the business day. Girl, you just told me how I'm going to save time and money, two very valuable Mm -hmm. assets that I have. And so when you start thinking about working on continuous improvement with processes, you're going to save time, you're going to save money. And who couldn't use either one of those back, you know, in their days or in their pockets. So what a, what a great story that you have there. I think that there's a lot of benefit when we sit and analyze how we're going about our tasks because efficiency is key. Right. And, and I also think it's, it's really important. I love it when I hear stories of businesses that are being proactive about helping their employees instead of blaming them for not being efficient or at least thinking, hey, well, maybe there's something we can do to help this employee who isn't performing to the expectations or they're frustrated with their performance. And it's not, like you said, it's not the person. It's the process or lack of process. And that's really important. And that's that's important for every worker out there. And, and I think a lot of people get caught in that loop of being asked to do too much or being asked to do something that's not you know, exactly efficient or things like that. And then that's just frustration abound. And so you're kind of like a miracle worker when you go in there, Brittany, and you listen to people and talk to them and figure out where the stop gaps are and where the frustration is. And so uh, I think that uh, any company that thinks like that and thinks that they need you to come in and help them is going to save time and money, just like Lisa said. Well, and I think in two, from a the terms of retention and retaining employees, because when people are frustrated, they're going to leave. And right now, you know, with the with the staffing shortage that has been rampant in all industries, people are doing the roles of two and three, two and three staff members and because there's just not enough. And so 
how do we set realistic expectation, realistic guidelines and put something in place that's going to benefit both the employer as well as the employee. Yes, that is fair a fair point that you bring up, Lisa. I have a another example of employee retention. Not too long ago, I helped a custom t-shirt design company and they were having challenges uh, keeping staff. And when they did have staff, they had challenges of having like consistent outcomes and a high rate of scrap, which in a custom t-shirt design company, that's time and materials. And so I came in and I did an analysis and I worked with the team and we determined how to, throughout the process of making a custom design garment, how to put error-proofing methods within that process so there was quality checks throughout. So that way we didn't have an end product that had an additional time and resources and money put into it. We had a process where they were able to check and double check their work to ensure that things were going as they needed throughout the process, which allowed also retainment of employees because they felt like they had a process, they had a standard, they were doing what was expected, they were getting things completed faster for the customer, they had less customer complaints. And so customer interactions were a lot friendlier and positive, which led them to have a better day within their work and they enjoyed their work and wanted to stay working. We also put metrics in place where at first, before they had any metrics, they were losing almost $800 a week in material and time. Wow. It's a lot. Yes, it was a lot to where the owner was actually considering closing business because Mm. of the continued loss of money and not being able to have staff. And so within... Three weeks of working with the team, we were able to get that down to under $30 per week. And the business was able to stay open and the employees were happy and wanted to stay and they're still there today. What a great testimony. That, That speaks volumes right there. Okay, so Brittany, now that you've piqued people's interest... And they're thinking maybe we need to have Brittany come in and, uh, you know, talk to our company. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Yes. So listeners can get a hold of me at my website at www.bppconsulting.net. Or you can look me up on LinkedIn under Brittany Parks Process Consulting. And I'd love to add you as a friend and get to know you and tell you a little bit more about my business and how I can help you. Excellent. And of course, as always, for our listeners, we'll have the links to the show notes for that so you can get a hold of Brittany. And uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors for this episode. Mid-Michigan business owners, do you have your business and family legally covered with things like a business succession plan, estate plan, a will, or a trust? What about a special needs trust for someone you love? Katrina Hofstetter, founding attorney at Cornerstone Legal, specializes in all of these things. She has in-depth knowledge and a passion for special needs trusts for people who need extra care. If you want to leave money for them but don't want that money to disqualify them from needs-based government benefits, such as Medicaid and supplemental security income, a special needs trust can ensure he or she remains eligible for benefit programs that have an asset limit. Examples of supplemental needs are costs for sitters, companions, and dental or medical expenses not covered by Medicare or Medicaid. 
Do you have a loved one that requires a special needs trust? Katrina can meet you in person or virtually and can be reached at cornerstonelegalpllc.com or 517-708-2222. Katrina also provides estate plans, wills, probate administration, business planning, and succession. Contact Cornerstone Legal for all of your business or estate legal needs. cornerstonelegalpllc.com or 517-708-2222. Building your foundation, building your confidence, Cornerstone Legal. Mid-Michigan, are you ready to up your marketing game? This is the Mobstress of Marketing here to announce the 2023 My Mob Marketing Summit. Put it on your calendar right now, Thursday, May 11th from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And please make note that we have changed the venue to the gorgeous 1111 event site in the Lansing Mall. Get your early bird tickets right now for only $35. Head on over to ZediaMedia.com. That's Z-E-E-D-I-A Media.com for your tickets for just $35. This sale will not last forever. We hope to see you there. Your presence will be honored. Your absence will be noted. Brittany, what made you decide that you wanted to do this? What inspired you? I went to the University of Michigan and obtained a bachelor's in healthcare administration. I thought I wanted to be a healthcare administrator. And that that was a desire of mine for a while, but to work up to an administrator position, I started in process improvement and quality management in the healthcare field for McLaren Hospital. And that's truly where I was inspired into process improvement and obtaining my Lean Six Sigma certification, uh, working with a multitude of departments and processes and different backgrounds and titles. That really was the job that solidified for me that I didn't want to be a healthcare administrator any longer and that I enjoyed working with a diverse set of individuals, multitude of departments, learning about other people's jobs and how it impacts the patient and impacts other people within you know, the healthcare office. It just kind of spiraled from there. I had an opportunity to change industries from healthcare to manufacturing. And I was like, I don't know if I'd ever have this opportunity again, but it's the same tools and techniques just applied in a different industry. So I jumped into manufacturing and loved to learn about every individual department and their job and what they're making and how they make an impact every day, which then inspired me to want to continue to learn about different industries and teach people about process improvement and how the tools and techniques are the same. It's just applied differently into another industry. So I love that I get to learn about other businesses, other people, how their day-to-day work happens, what their frustrations are. And I just love to help people and help develop solutions and systems to put in place to allow their day to be more efficient and better overall. Our systems are leverage. So even if you're a solopreneur, the proper systems help you, again, save that time and money. Very good. Very good. So then you opened your own organization from there. And what are you excited about? What what are moving forward, looking at 2023 and beyond? What excites you? 
I'm excited for 2023. When I first started my business, I thought my big pillars would be small businesses, manufacturing, and healthcare, which they still are. However, in starting my new business, I have found that nonprofits are very interested in what I do because they have small budgets, they're funding all year round, you know, around the clock to have funds to continue their services. They're usually low on resources and they really need to know how to utilize the resources that they have today within the budget that they have. And so I have been really enjoying learning about all the different nonprofits and how they function and how they're structured and really just being able to help them to utilize their resources and time to be able to service more people with the services that they offer. I think that you two should talk a little bit about uh, how you collaborate together. Well, that's a fun thing because we do have an event coming up in March. <laughs> that is the safe at the Safety Council where we're doing leadership process and safety all in one package deal. And so we came together and we started thinking about how people could get value out of utilizing not just going pro talent funds, but how they can utilize training to get an extra bang, right, for for their their dollars. So we started talking and collaborating and we came up with the training trio, meaning that there are the three topics, which are the safety, the process improvement and leadership in their role. And it's been fun. It's been a great opportunity for us to learn each other's styles and training and teaching, but also to give, to give to the attendees. A lot of great information. Absolutely. The training trio is very impactful because companies are able to have the expertise of, as Lisa said, the leadership, continuous improvement, and the safety. And those three pillars are the main pillars that are going to drive a successful, safe, efficient, and well-managed organization. So what kind of people or organizations would attend this event? The offering that we have at the Lansing Area Safety Council is for any uh, person who may be new to a safety role within their organization, or even a senior member who has been responsible for some safety component within their organization to learn the foundations of continuous improvement, leadership, and safety. And if somebody wants to sign up for this event, how would they do that? They would go to the Lansing Area Safety Council website and look for the Training Trio Safety Supervisor Management Certification course. Excellent. And we'll have a link to that as well in the show notes. It's been fun partnering with you, doing some training and just introducing each other to our clients because there's things that Brittany brings to the table that I certainly don't. I've seen some of her spreadsheets. Um, I get a little anxious. (laughs) (laughs) But they're exactly what people need because it keeps most people organized. (laughs) That's how I function is spreadsheets and checklists. And my husband, you know, he teases me and he sends me TikToks and different memes about Excel spreadsheets and project management. And I just, I love that. I love organization and actions being done and completed. It brings me joy to hit complete or cross that item off the list. So that's what I use to keep myself and others on track. 
Well, and it's, there's so much value in it. And I said, it brings me a little anxiousness and that's why it's important to have a Brittany on your team. And when I, you know, it's, it's, it's super important to have that because my filing cabinet in my mind is just a hot mess. And, and I need, I need that going to find things in an easier, um, in an easier fashion. And so I was saying that with all jokingly with all the love in my heart, but I need you. <laughs> people like you. So and I love, I love to, you know, organize and help people and uh, ensure that their time is spent with value added tasks. And I find joy in removing any non-value added tasks. Yeah. It sounds to me that when people hire you, they are going to be able to pay for your services in the amount of time and waste and things like that, that you eliminate for them or improve for them, that it's, it's just an investment for them to hire you. And I encourage all of our listeners out there that if you're feeling like you need somebody to come in and help you with these kinds of things, or you have a friend or know of a business that is uh, maybe struggling or could use some more organization that you refer Brittany and look up the information about her on the show notes to this episode. So Brittany, before we uh, wrap up here, is there anything else that you want to tell our audience, things that you do in your free time or other areas of the community that you are involved in or anything like that? I am a coach for Waverly Robotics at Waverly uh, Schools. We've been around for six years. My husband and I established the program and through our journey, we've acquired many other mentors and coaches and community partners that help the program stay alive and continue to grow. We reach over 300 students annually now from third grade all the way to 12th grade and are forever growing. And so that's where I spend my free time is mentoring and coaching the robotics program. Additionally, I have a one-year-old daughter who also keeps me busy and on my toes. And so we enjoy spending time with her, taking her to different places. And uh, she's just at a fun age where she's got a personality and preferences and exploring. So that's been another big part of my time outside of work. It has been such a pleasure to share what you are doing and just the support that you're giving our community is really valuable and important. And I don't think we can express value enough because it, it's something that I hear in many industries as well. And so thank you for joining us today. Thank it's you. It's such a pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you in the community when this weather clears up a little bit at some networking again and loved having you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure uh, to talk about my business and Waverly Robotics and what we do. Yeah. And I, I just think that I want to reiterate what Lisa and I talk a lot on the show about is that as a small business owner, we can't do it all. We try to wear a lot of hats. And sometimes in businesses, you know, I run into this sometimes too, where a business thinks they they have to hire a full-time marketing professional or something like that. And a lot of times they can outsource that or partner with people. And that is absolutely the case when it comes to consulting that Brittany does too. 
So if your company is is struggling, you need better processes, you don't necessarily have to hire a full-time person. You can work with a partner with a consultant just like Brittany, um, who can come in and work with you for a you know a period of time and whip you into shape and see what kind of time they can say she can save you and money and things like that. So just remember all of you business owners and people out there, you're not in this alone. There are so many resources in the Lansing area uh, for to help you. And, and we all, we're all in this together. So, and Brittany is just one more person that you can have in your toolbox. So thanks again, Brittany, for being on our show. We've really enjoyed talking to you and learning more about your company. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So, and to our listeners, thank you again for joining us on another Adventures in Business. We appreciate you. We release episodes uh, every Wednesday. And if you would like to be a guest on our show, you can go to zediamedia.com, click the tab for the podcast and look at our calendar and see what opportunities that we have open. We would love to have you on our show. Thank you so much. And as always, go out and make it an adventure. This is a Xenia Media Production.